We're Kenyon and Takara Martin, faith-based marriage coaches, champions for healthy love, and lovers of pizza. And this is the Ask the Martins podcast, where we answer your single, married, or dating relationship questions with practical advice and research-based techniques. Have a relationship question you want answered? Well, send us a direct message on Facebook or Instagram at Ask the Martins or visit us at AskTheMartins.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and get hopping here. Um, I'm going to read it. It's it's from a man. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and read the letter in that masculine voice of mine. That deep old sexy voice. (laughs) W-K-E-N. There you go. Come on. (laughs) Here we go. Dear Kenyon and Takara, I need help. I met this beautiful young lady who was everything I ever dreamed of in a woman. She's smart, compassionate. She knows how to take care of her man. But as soon as I started getting serious about her, my daughter's mother started getting possessive as if we were still together. My daughter is everything to me, and my goal was to always show her what a man should be like, even if I was never with her mother. But my ex is making it hard. When I go to pick up my daughter, she's always half-dressed. When I try to be cordial, she takes it as an invitation for sex. I'm trying to be the best man for my daughter, but every time my ex feels rejected by me, she uses my daughter as punishment. Mm -hmm. I sometimes feel like I have to lead her on just to keep the peace between us. My new girlfriend is patient, but she's getting fed up. She wants me to make a choice and put my ex in her place or put my ex in her place. But I feel like she's putting me in an impossible position. If I choose my new girl, I lose my daughter. If I choose my daughter, my ex automatically assumes I'm choosing her as well. Help. I'm stuck between a rock and my ex. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Are we up? Are we ready? Here we go. So, first of all, we have to condense this down to a question. What is the question that he's actually asking? What is the question that he's, what, what does he really want to know? He wants to know, what do I do to maintain a relationship with someone I really like, but also maintain a relationship with my child, my daughter, without my without my child's mother interfering with either relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, it's unfortunate, but a lot of men deal with this kind of situation. Um, we don't get an opportunity to see it enough because... Obviously, the obvious the audience is a lot of women. Number one, but number two, men don't typically open up like this. They typically suffer in silence, mm-hmm. which is so and totally unfair. But this happens a lot. Yes, it does. Okay, and it's not right, and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, so let's go ahead and just point out the obvious. Okay, let's go ahead and stay out state the obvious. Number one, it's not fair to him to have to choose love. Um, it's not fair to him to have to choose a girlfriend over his daughter. Right. Now, I do want to make it clear that because they're just dating, he's not obligated to make a choice um, because they're only dating. Um, and I will get deeper into that in a little bit. But right now, I just want to make that clear. He's He or you, sir, are not obligated to make that choice just yet. Number two, it's also unfair to his girlfriend, his significant other, 
who's trying to be understanding but feels like she's being disrespected and a relationship is being consistently disrespected. Right. Now, let's note, she is also, she is also not obligated to deal with this. Right. Because what she's doing is she's inherit just by choosing to be with him, she's inheriting his unresolved issues. And so she's not obligated to hang around for that either if she's just dating. Remember, we're assessing here. So... Um, she doesn't have to do that. We'll get back to that a little bit later. Number three, it's also it's obvious that it's also not fair for the daughter. Now, the daughter may not know what's going on, but she certainly feels the consequences of whatever's going on with the vindictive mother and her father. Right. Obviously, when she can't see dad or when she when there's when there's um, friction around the house or mom is feeling in that particular mood. Uh, obviously, we understand that the baby feels it. Right. Mm hmm. So another obvious is the obvious problem in this situation. The obvious problem is, her, is his ex, right? Um, now, we don't know what happened between them. We don't know um, what, uh, what went on. We don't know what kind of injury is there between them, right? Right, like why the relationship ended. Why the relationship ended. And we don't need to know. I know that in the audience, it's, it's easy for women who have been in this situation to empathize with her because maybe you've done some of the same thing and it's easy to take you the context of your experience and place it in this situation. But the bottom line is that there is no right for this. It's not right. It, empathize with her, yes. Is it right? It never will Yeah, be. you can't condone that behavior. Like it's, it's unhealthy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So she's being vindictive. She's being manipulative, she's being self-centered, and she's being controlling, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're to be honest, we've, we've ran into women who came to us with these issues to some degree or another. It's like, it could be a very light degree, like how do I get him to act right, and or to a big big degree that they, they're coming to us for permission because she's about to go crazy in order to make him act right. Um, if you are a woman in this scenario, in this situation, just just pivoting just a little bit. Right. Because it happens, right? It does. Our best our best uh advice for you is that if you couldn't control him when you had him, you're not gonna be able to control him when you don't have him. Our goal in coaching will always be to teach you how to disconnect from him so that you can live your life. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And and disconnecting, let's 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 paint a picture of what disconnecting is because we oftentimes when we get out of relationships, especially when there's a child involved, like Kenya was saying, we get women who like, okay, he either won't act right by his child or you uh, and, and they're trying to figure out a way to force that situation. Or we've had women who, you know, if they were gut wrenching, honest, were actually still connected to the idea of the family that they had with him. And so in an effort to try to hold on to that, you do everything and say it's for the best interest of the child. You say, oh, I don't want another woman around my child. You say, oh, I need you to take care of my child and all of that. But it's really from the place of you um, not still being connected to them and the dreams, the goals, the ideas that you had with him. And so not just disconnect, like disconnect from that relationship and everything. Yes, ladies. But if you are a woman and you find that you're, 
uh, behavior and that your all of your everything that you're doing is centered around uh, blocking him moving forward with somebody else. You've really got to check yourself and check your motives. Amen. So she's obviously the antagonist in the situation, right? <laughs> yes. if, and so for ladies, if you've ever dealt with this, let's just we, we had to pivot there because we wanted it's, it's a bad thing, right? <laughs> it's, it's bad. Very it's bad. bad. What's not so obvious? What's not so obvious is that he's an issue as well. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to show you four ways in which he is an issue. All right. And I want and you can ring in anytime you want. Number one, he's highly and continuously influenced. Mm-hmm. He permits himself or allows himself to be influenced outside of his relationship. Okay. That's a problem. Number two, he plays her game of cat and mouse. He leads her on in order to get what he wants. I'm, and I'm going to tell you right now, that's a ve- listen, been there, done that. That's a very good way to get yourself ran over as playing with some woman's feelings who already can't let go. Get you shot. It will get you hurt. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. So that's something that you don't want to um, put. You don't want to do that, but you're perpetuating the situation by playing that game. Number three is that you've demonstrated the inability to create boundaries. We'll talk about that in a little bit because this is not a bashing session. This is a building session. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about how to do that in a minute. But number four is that you actually pursued a new person without actually dealing with this old situation. Okay? That's 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 bad because what you're doing is you're taking something unresolved. It's it's like having an ailment that you you refuse to take medicine for, but you get into a new relationship and now they catching what you got, mm-hmm. and Man. that's not fair and that's not right. Okay, and here's the reason why. Well, here's the thing. The question is, I know it doesn't seem fair for him because he can't control his ex. Right. Like he's not doing nothing. It's her. She's the problem. Right, right, right. He, he, um, he can't control her, but we're not asking him to control her. It, it, we would never tell anyone to try to control someone else. No, it wouldn't be fair to him if he couldn't control her, mm-hmm. but it is fair to actually put some weight or some accountability upon him. If he hasn't built the boundaries, if he hasn't done the necessary work that he needed to do in order to control uh, and, and in order to control his atmosphere mm-hmm. and in order to control himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and control is just another word, you know, for, you know, really still being manipulative. She's being manipulative, but so is he mm. by, like you said, playing that game of cat and mouse. Absolutely. If I do this over here, I can at least keep her quiet and that way I can still be happy, still get my daughter or whatever. Right. It's, it's really putting your yourself in a position to manipulate other people in order to get the results that you want absolutely now here's the thing though here's the thing i want to address this part about how um about being a man for my child right because there's and and i understand you want to be present for your daughter you want to be a man for your daughter i get that but what you're showing your daughter is that she should be like her mother in order to get what she want out of you and out of other men. Mm. So your presence Ouch. can't just be, I'm going to be there for you. It has to be who you are when you are there. And as long as you let the mother manipulate you and control you and play these little games, um, you're actually training your daughter that this is something okay. 
Right. Does that make sense? It. It. Oh man, absolutely. Can I just give credit to to the guy though in this absolutely. situation? Absolutely, absolutely. Because he's still trying. Because how many of the situations have we heard like this that actually went the other where the dude was like, "Forget it, I just ain't coming around at all because your mama crazy." Right. Like absolutely. I'm just not gonna be around because your mother is like acting a stone cold fool and I can't deal with it. So let's 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 give a round of applause for the brother <laughs> who's trying to stay in the game, but he just might be playing with the wrong rules. He just doesn't know how to. He just doesn't know how to do it, and that's why we're here. So what we're going to do is we're going to address how to create these boundaries. Yes. We're going to address how to make these boundaries and what should have been done. We're going to hindsight is always 2020. So we'll set that up and then we'll see how we what what could uh, take place to move forward. Right. First of all, is you have to understand what boundaries are. D- boundaries don't control people. They limit people's access to you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Now, another thing is that boundaries also limit your access to them. So what boundaries do, uh, boundaries establish the rules of no playing, no games. We don't play no games. We don't lure you in closer. We don't try to um, make you feel good. And we don't try to go as far as we can without going too far just so we could get what we want out of you. Boundaries are are set uh, as a line in the sand. And that's what we as men, that's what we ought to be doing. You ought to be setting yourself up to have boundaries um, that are set up for a period of time so that they can get used to them. And we'll talk about that in a second. Number two is you don't want to share any intimate relationship information with her or anyone that you both know mutually. Right. You don't want to be sharing any of that information, where you work at, what you do, who you're with. Any of that information is none of her business. Absolutely none. She shouldn't know you have a girlfriend. Unless she's stalking you, and if she is, go ahead and block her, and then let her find get us get another stalking account. Whatever the case may be, you can't control her, but you can control what comes from you, what mm-hmm. emanates from you. Conversation that you have with your parents, with her parents, with friend, mutual friends. Conversation that you have with her over the phone. None of that has to do with you. All of that has to be um, has to do with the child, and that's number three. Make the topic always about your daughter, always about your daughter. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't. So what are you going to do today? So who are you going out with? What are you doing on Valentine's? Uh-uh. What 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 when when do I come and pick her up? What time? Right. Uh, what does she need? What's going on with her in school? What are some of the situations that she need to talk to me about? Either you're talking directly to to the daughter or you're talking to the mother about the daughter. That is it. That is it. Any and all conversations regarding that other household has to be about the daughter and you stand on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the hardest things about creating these type of strict boundaries is that nobody in this situation wants to really be labeled as like the jerk who's like now making like just a hard stance. Right. I think part of the time, like when we exit relationships and we still try to be nice and still try to have these conversations, it's because we're trying to still keep us like clean and looking nice and looking like good to that other person in their eyes. And you have to learn how to decipher when a relationship has reached the point where you can no longer be nice in that way. Like you have to learn when it reaches a point to where it says like, okay, they're not getting it. They're still treating this as if they've still got an in and a connection with me. You need to then create those hard boundaries, but it's going to be impossible for you to do that. If you haven't changed your mind about that relationship either, it's going to be impossible for you to do that if you feel like you're still making it a place of choosing between this and that and you're not saying i'm actually going to create boundaries because i know this is healthy for me absolutely absolutely number three number four i mean number four 
if that doesn't work, um, bring in a third party intermediary. Third party intermediary. What I mean is there's someone that you both trust, that you both have a at least a respect for. She ain't gotta like him, but she at least has a respect for him. And that let that person be the point of contact when it comes to the children. And let me tell you how this works. If she doesn't have not having a child ready when you come by is a passive aggressive technique to keeping you there and to controlling your time. Mm -hmm. She's passive aggressive because she doesn't respect you. She wants what she wants from you. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So if she wants what she wants from you, then or if if that's the case, if that's the game that she's playing, you put somebody else in that she respects. She's not going to respond the same way with that person or she may not respond the same way with that person. Right. Now, if it's a court appointed uh, intermediary, then she's not going to want to respond the same way because she could get written up or or that could be reported back. But if it's someone that y'all y'all both respect nine times out of 10, she don't want anybody to know that she acts like this. And because she doesn't want anybody else to know that she acts like this, she's going to act right with them. Make sense? Yep. Okay. And then number five, if you have to get the courts, the family courts involved. I know that's uh, taboo. I know that's something that most people don't want to do. I know some people don't feel like the system works. I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. But let's get real here. The system does work in many cases. It hasn't totally, absolutely 110% um, felt falling down and just destroyed everybody in it right so begin to use the system the way it can work for you um that may entail getting an attorney who's going to do the paperwork for you and let them do the talk while you're doing the walk and you don't even have to sh well depending on how it goes down you may or may not have to show up does that make sense yeah and yeah attorneys are expensive but sometimes it's necessary unfortunately these are the consequences of breakups. These are the consequences of relationships not working out. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person because, you know, you've got to deal with this or anything like that. This is just part of like par for the course. And you have to get ahead of this before it starts to run your life. I'm sorry. Ace Diva got me rolling. She said I created those <laughs> boundaries, for, uh, but my ex is a habitual line stepper. <laughs> And my Charlie Murphy voice. That is hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's not funny, right, it's, but it's funny but it's, the way you said it. Right. And you, you know, of course. All right. So after you set these things up, sir, after you set these things up, what if she re retaliates and becomes vindictive? What if that becomes the case? I'm going to tell you right now, out of experience and out of, out of observation, it's it's no it's no not going to be any if right she will become vindictive affirmative she will respond and retaliate and this is why you need time you need time to operate in this you need time to set up these boundaries it doesn't erect overnight you need time because it takes time to show her where you stand it also takes time to show her that you will never relent that you won't back down, that you cannot be manipulated. And it also demonstrates to her your consistency. See, consistency is a word that necess necessitates a time period. And because it necessitates a time period, you have to be within that time functioning the same way 
in order for her to see that this is just who you are. She can't right. get around it. Right. Now, the problem is, is that you've been functioning the same way, but you've been functioning in a way where you are easy, man, easily manipulated. And it's placating her. Yeah. And it's placating her. So that has been the consistency that she's used to. So now you're breaking, you're, you're really um, um, breaking, breaking ground here. You're really doing something totally, absolutely new that she's never seen before. And it's going to set her off. This is the reason why you, you have to, before you even get into any relationship, you set up boundaries and you stick to them so that you train those people outside of that relationship how to deal with you while you're inside the relationship. Good. That doesn't only go for dating. That also goes for the, um, the that's a practice for being a husband, because once you get into that husband mode and you are with your wife, your job is to protect her from any influence that's outside of your home. Your job is to protect her and make sure that she's covered from anything that can that's trying to get in and break y'all up and um, and uh, and cause chaos, if you will, mm. and destruction. That's your job. But if you don't practice that now, you won't practice it then. Yeah, and it creates a chain reaction. Like you stated earlier, his ex, uh, his child's mother, does not respect him and that's why she can continues to do this to him and his new relationship and everything. Right. With your new girl, now she's not going to be able to trust that you can guard her. She's not going to be able to trust that you can guard her heart. Once a woman sees that you can't guard her, that you can't secure her, then she begins to lose respect for you on that other end as well. And so you end up in this teeter-totter system of every time you try to get something over here by you not allowing this person, by not reinforcing and mandating respect, you're creating a situation where no woman in your life will be able to respect you and that includes your daughter. The very first thing you got to do is stand your ground even if you have to stand it alone that's how a man makes sure that everyone who sees him yes. understands who he is yes period and and, and, and unfortunately uh, you, you take a lot of pot shots you take a lot of hits for that but that's that has to be the case um also you want to make sure that you're documenting everything right if you have a third party intermediary, especially if it's a, a family court situation going on, you want to document when she's not ready. You want to document when she's uh, being passive aggressive. You want to document any time that she um, impedes your ability to see your daughter. You want to document it. She will impede that ability, but that's a part of the fight. That's a part of what you're supposed to do. That's a part of how you get rid of this because this is something that you listen. All of us. Okay, a lot of you out here are dating. And one of the biggest issues is that you're dating like you're married. And so now you Mm. have to go through these emotional divorces that especially if you have children together, you have to go through these emotional divorces that necessitates everything but the actual divorce. And it's chaos and it's crazy and it's unfortunate. But the idea is, is that you still have to fight through it. It's still going to be a fight. Right. Whether it be a marital divorce or or an emotional divorce, the fight is going to be the same. Yeah. Makes sense. And part of the reason of getting that third party involved is because, yes, she's going to retaliate. Yes, she's going to act a fool. Yes, he or she, depending on if you're a male or female in this situation. But people tend to act a fool for as long as they believe that you are not serious about enforcing your boundaries. As long as they believe that you (laughs) as long as they believe that you're not going to call the police, that you're not going to get a restraining order, that you're not going to take them to the courts. They feel like they must still love me if they're 
they're not going to take serious action against me. And so getting this third party involved is, man, it's a quick way to get somebody in line because now they're like, oh, okay. They okay, she for real. All right, he oh oh, so he really so this is what we're doing. Cool, watch and they'll talk mess, but they'll back on up real slow. Absolutely, show them better than you can tell them. Right, that's Period. it. That's how you got to do. So with that being the case, that that this is how you set up the boundaries. This is how you create the boundaries. Now here's the thing: that's you should have had this set up before you incorporated this new woman. Mm. But hindsight is twenty twenty. So let's deal with. The girlfriend now. How do we deal with her? How do we interact with her while we setting this up? Number one, you have to understand this, and I'm gonna say it again. You are not prioritize. You're not obligated to prioritize her. You are not. You're only dating. How we avoid dating like we're married is by dating to assess for marriage. Right. Are you good enough? What's your character like? What is your day to day? Um, do do we fit? Is there chemistry? All these good things. It doesn't mean, mean somebody has to be a monster in order to push them away. But it does mean that we have to assess them. So in order to avoid dating like we're married, we date to assess. All right. Now, if you date to assess, you're not obligated to create priorities. Mm-hmm. But understand that the, the uh, natural progression of relationships is to steadily and surely prioritize who you want to be with because they're moving into a place of importance in your life to the place where you may want to marry them. And does that make sense? Yes, and she's evaluating you on these same set of standards or you yes. know or for her stand against her standards as well. So everything that you're doing or not doing in this uh situation is causing her to think or second guess whether or not she should be uh with you. Absolutely. So understand why while you are not obligated, understand there are consequences mm-hmm. to the other side of saying, well, you know, I'm not going to deal with her. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to deal with this. I'm gonna leave my ex on or whatever the case may be. That's not what you want to do, okay? And we're just speaking on the natural progression of relationship. Understand there's right. consequences for not showing, for not demonstrating the ability to prioritize who you want. Right. Let me say that again, fellas. There is a consequence for not demonstrating the ability to prioritize who you want. That's a husband ability. Because once you are obligated to do it, and if you have not practiced it or known that it was necessary, you won't do it then. And that's going to be a huge problem later on. Okay. Very important. Number two, just because she likes you, she might even love you, doesn't mean that she's obligated to be patient with you. This is very important to understand. Mm. All right. Here's the reason why it's important to understand, because you have to recognize the pain that she's already decided to go through. Her decision to stick with you throughout this situation is a gift of grace on a gift of grace on her behalf. I dig him. I think he can handle this. She's trusting you. Right. And so with that being the case, you have to acknowledge that who she is, because if you acknowledge who she is, you'll be able to respect her for what she's standing, what she's staying there through. Okay. Number three, understand that you have done her a disservice by not having dealt with this before her. Okay. Now she's inheriting your unfinished business. What that does 
again, is it, if you recognize this, it's not to beat yourself up, but if you recognize this, you acknowledge what you brought into her life that you should not have. That's more accountability. That's right. That's setting yourself up for accountability. And I'm going to be honest. If it was her that came to us with this right here, we would have tell her to get the step in and cut the corner. Right. Because if, 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 if a woman came to us and say he's placating his ex, he's leading his ex on, he's doing this, that, and the other, then we would have said he's not demonstrating the, the ability to actually prioritize you. You need to go ahead and begin to get, get rid of this. Now, the only reason why we don't do it here mm-hmm. is because you were grown man enough and awesome enough to step up and say, I don't know what I'm doing. This obviously isn't right. I need help. That's the only thing. You're reaching out for help. Make sense? Yeah. And I think, you know, so you you might hear some folks to be like, okay, well, what is he supposed to just do, not date? Um, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if, that's, if that's the situation that you're dealing with and you know, like, people keep talking about, oh, my ex is crazy. They just crazy. Well, deal with that. No, do not date. It is unfair to bring somebody else into what Kenyon called your unfinished business. And it, and it shows a lack of maturity on your part. Um, and again, you're going to keep running into situations where people are... Are going to a woman or the even a man that you bring into your life are not going to be able to trust that you can secure them so no don't date do not pass go until you shore up all your stuff absolutely that's that's absolutely fair i mean if the shoe was on the other foot and it was a woman with a crazy uh with, with a crazy baby daddy then right. she she put she puts anybody she dates in potential danger, danger. because of this craziness yes so she chose him. She has to choose to do what's necessary in order to to um, to to take care of that situation before she introduces anybody else into that situation. Right. So it's no different for a man either. And I think I think really, to be honest with you, I think it's important that a man is able to demonstrate his ability to stand up and to take care of things. And so that he could be honest up front. Hey, listen. I had an ex. She acted up. She may act up here now and then, but I do got boundaries. And let me let you know what those boundaries are. Absolutely. And let me make sure that you understand that I'm not going to let her impede upon this. Yes. See, when you are when you already take care of your business, you don't have to. You you can you can actually approach it with openness and honesty and transparency about any issues that somebody else has because you can't control them, but you can control the environment in which you introduce somebody else to. That's man. That's it. Makes sense. That is it. So here's the thing. Hindsight is 2020. We said all that, right? So perhaps there's an opportunity to change her disposition. You looked for the help. So what can what can we offer you to help the patients of your the girl that you are really involved in with right now? The young lady you're really involved with right now. Number one, tell her your plans. Mm-hmm. Tell her your plans for a boundary. Tell her your plans for dealing with this situation. The process of telling her plans, uh, you have to let her know, I have mishandled this. I'd mismanaged this. And that process, I have mishandled and mismanaged you. And I am sorry, but I want us. And because I want us, I'm going to handle this correctly from now on. Now, don't get it twisted. You are not doing this for her. 
Right. This is something you should have done done before her. You're doing this for you. But telling her is for her so that she knows that you got a plan. Ain't nothing like a plan. A woman loves a man who has a plan, especially in a situation that needs um, that needs answers. That's really good. That makes sense? Yes. The second thing is tell her about the potential fallout. Don't be afraid. Hey, listen, I'm about to I'm about to instill this plan. I know my ex is crazy. There's probably going to be some fallout. There's probably going to be uh, some issues that sh- that she has, and I'm going to deal with them. Not me and you. I'm going to deal with them. I'm not going to let it touch you. Just understand, I might be um, uh, I might be uh, aggravated or frustrated some days. I'll try not to take it out on you, and that's the big thing. Again, it's not for her. So don't resent her because you got to do what you got to do as a man. Right. It's for you. Okay. And um, be prepared that once she hears the potential fallout and once she understands what could happen because you are being open, be prepared that she may say she doesn't want to deal with this. Be prepared that she may That's say, true. you know what, this is too much for me to handle. How about we take a break until you shore all this up over here and we'll see what happens after that. Because um, there are a lot of women, there are a lot of patient women out there, but there are also women out there who are doing their thing who may be like, you know what, like I've got too much going on in my life and I can't let this you know affect me I can't deal with the stress I can't you know some people like I can't deal with that energy so be prepared for that and if you care for her care enough for her to let her go and do what she needs to do while you focus on getting your life together over here that's a consequence of not having it taken care of before you you got with her yeah that's just it's just a consequence doesn't make you a bad person absolutely not it just means that you have some sweeping up to do so so you let her know about the potential fallout. The third thing what I would have you do is to um, make sure that she knows your plan is never to lead your ex on again. You never want to play with a woman's emotion, bad or good. Do, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You never want to make sh- just to get what you want. You never want to you don't you don't want to do that either anyway. But you want to make sure that she knows that you're not engaging in a way that leads your ex to believe that something's going to happen. Because and I'm going to tell you this. What happens is, is that if you have the girl that you want want to be with and you lead your ex on, you're sending mixed signals that tells the ex she doesn't have to respect her. Oh, and if you send in that signal that she doesn't have to be respected, she will not respect it because she already doesn't respect you. That's right. That's Makes good. sense. So you want to make sure that you cut that out. But you but you let the girlfriend know that I'm not doing that anymore at all. Then finally. After you let her know these plans, after you let her know what you're looking, what to expect, and you set expectations, execute. You execute. You do it. You let her know your what you, what's being done because this, the good, the the good news and all this, you you're now setting a um um you're setting a precedent for honesty and transparency. So if there's any blowback, you could tell your girlfriend for that day, there was some blowback, but I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, she acted up in this case, but this is how I handle it. You ain't got to worry about it. Let's go eat. Or let's go do this. Or let's go do that. Or how was your day? You know, you want to make sure that you are executing and you are demonstrating this for as long as you need to be because you have to put some time in it. you got to put some consistency in it because consistency is what keeps your ex acting like she is anyway. People, there are people in your life, in your life, in our lives Mm -hmm. that, that know not to try us. 
There are people yes. in our lives <laughs> that know what line is there is. The reason why there are people in our lives that cross lines consistently because there's a part in us that they know that they can pull and 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 continue to press that button and get that out of you. Right. That's so, so true. The idea is, is that you can't have that button anymore. You got to be cold. You got to be hard. You got to be you got to make sure that listen. Hard. Hard. <laughs> you got to make sure listen, hey, I don't play that game. And 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 here's the here, here's the big thing though. Here's the big thing. And then I, cause I know you got something. The big thing is is that you're acting different, brand new, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to be someone different than the person you was when you was with that crazy chick anyway. Because that's the that that's that's a part of the accountability and the growth factor. I can't be the same person I was with you. So I have to be someone different in order to be with a different person. Part of that difference is standing my ground against the influence that you used to have on me. Mm-hmm. That's what he should be doing. Makes sense. It does. And that's I mean, that's honestly what I was going to um, speak to is that this all starts with you changing your mind about that relationship with your ex it starts with like what Kenya's talking about being somebody different. It starts with you saying we are no longer together. And it also says your ex does not have a right to your life anymore. Oh, she doesn't. Oh, like that's that's the biggest thing, because part she of no right. she has no rights there. Just because she's had your child does not mean she has like unlimited, unadulterated access to you at this point and so you have to begin to change your mind and really begin to develop a new mentality about that relationship boundaries do not start because we start doing stuff boundaries start because we start thinking differently about that stuff and so as long as you're thinking like well I mean this is hard because she's my daughter's mother I mean it's hard because no it's she's your daughter's mother period that's the box and that's it It, she had my daughter got here yeah, yeah. She, 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 <laughs> she's she's the delivery system that my daughter got here to me through, and that's it. After that, you got to get cold. Yeah, you you really do have to get cold, and 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 that's the thing. We have to stop treating breakups or thinking that um, breakups are sub- like that. That there's a way that we can manipulate a breakup for it to be cordial, happy, and sunshine for everybody. Does it happen for some people? Absolutely, yes. But unfortunately, when you have somebody who was hurt, there is always going to be a bad guy, and from either side. Like we've had breakups, we've had divorces. I'm sure Kenyon's ex will like basically a hundred percent blame Kenyon for the divorce my ex will 100 percent blame me for the divorce you know of my marriage and that's the thing though I once I got serious about walking away and cutting off that access to them I immediately became the bad guy and you have to be okay with being the bad guy in that situation when it comes down to creating boundaries there are no winners there are no good guys when you're creating boundaries because what you're effectively doing is saying to those people that you no longer get what you're used to having and that's to people who do not know how to respect boundaries. That comes off as mean. And you've got to be OK with that. Absolutely. Raylene said you don't have to shuck and jive on the dance floor when you handle your business. <laughs> Shucking and jiving. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Martins podcast. Recorded live on social media and distributed to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify and Audible. Now, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love. 
Wherever you found us, rate, like, share, and leave a review. We are grateful to you and appreciate you in advance. Do you have a question for us? Then visit askthemartins.com. Ask us your question or ask for a friend. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Ask the Martins podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.